You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is What Do You Got? What Do You Got? What Do You Got? It's a little segment where one of the guys comes to the table with something that they want to talk about. They don't let the other guy know about it, and we spring it on each other, and we should chat about it for a little while. This is Andy's turn, and today we are going to be talking about corner men and excuses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this probably has to do with boxing yes it does so in light of recent events i wanted to pick your brain on some things it's a good way to start so corner men okay so the full story as i know it to be right now is that the corner man that threw in the towel for deontay wilder was not the head corner man it was the second in command guy okay um this guy's been with Deontay I think from day one since he started his career it's not like a new guy or whatever and um he threw in the towel and then after the fight I don't think uh, it was reported that Wilder would not even let him in the dress in the locker room he made him sit outside (laughs) and the promoter said that he was out in the hallway basically crying because Deontay wouldn't let him in the let him in the room. That's terrible, dude. Yeah. Um, so, and this like again, I know Deontay as a fighter. He's you know a lot of guys say like let me die in there and all that, and that's that's your prerogative to say that. And I understand the mindset as best as a fan can understand it. Yeah. Um, but it's the corner man's job to protect his fighter. That's. That's yeah, numero yeah, yeah. uno. Yeah. That's that's what you're there for. That's what the referee's there for. That's what the doctors are there for. That's all That's all the first rule. Yeah, you're going to enforce the rules and all that, but your number one priority is to make sure those guys are safe. Yeah. And uh, he did the right thing. A lot of people are coming to his defense now because he's got so much shit from Deontay. But um, I just wanted to pick your brain on, first of all, what do you think about the situation about the second in command guy throwing in the towel. And there's a lot of unknowns, like if anything was talked about, if he agreed or whatever, but, and then also about him reacting that way to a corner man that's been with him for his whole career. So the first part, I don't want to touch on too, too much because honestly, I don't know enough about boxing to know if there's like any precedent for the second in command. I know like, it typically is the first guy, like the main cornerman, to throw in the towel if necessary. Yeah. But like you said, we don't know if anything was talked about. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what was going on behind the scenes. It is a little weird, but weird can be explained. For like a uh, metaphor, it'd be like um, it'd be like the the assistant coach throwing a a, a challenge flag. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. It, it's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. But just because it doesn't make sense to me doesn't make it wrong. And and at the end of the day, the guy was right to do it. Um, even if it wasn't his call, yeah, I can see that being weird. Uh, so I, I do have a little bit of mixed emotions on that. But I'm going to chalk it up to there has to be something I don't know. Mm. Um, because there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. Uh, going to the second point, I'm going to spend a hot second defending Wilder. Um just to play devil's advocate, uh, the the man just spent – he lost in the seventh round, right? He yeah. spent seven rounds fighting this match. When you're done with something like that, especially when it doesn't end your way, 
you have nothing but adrenaline pumping through you. You have, and like, you're still in like this fight or flight mentality of like, I need, like, you feel like you need to get aggression out. You have all this built up energy, even if you're tired as fuck, you still have like this weird thing going on in your body and it can fuck with your head a little bit and it can be displaced which is a reason why I would say if he's acting not 100% okay after a fight or any fighters, really, especially when people – like, we see people say stupid shit all the time, like, yeah. after a match or whatever, when they're talking or whatever. That kind of shit I can put aside. The fact that he never it, – it's terrible that his he did it in the first place, but I can to some small degree understand. The fact that we haven't heard him say, like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, like – I was in the wrong. He's my cornerman. He's my dude. Yeah. After the fact, he's had plenty of time to reflect on this. Uh, the, the dude saved you. Like, sorry, you were losing the fight. You were no longer you, – you, he hadn't thrown a punch in forever, uh, let alone anything meaningful. Um, it, yeah, maybe he could have pulled something out of his ass, but – He was getting over, He was getting worked. He was, he was yeah. getting worked. Yeah. And it, to th- – to basically do that to someone who it's not just like a workplace employee, no. like someone who's been with you from day one at that point is basically like a second family and to completely th- shut someone out like that based on them trying to protect you, even if they were wrong, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, it makes him seem like a giant douche. Yeah. The giant female cleaning product i can i can understand like you said in the heat of the moment like if it was in the ring and he was pissed off but uh, granted emotions are high but time to walk back to the locker room you got time to think about that yeah and there's also something to be said where if you want to do that in the locker room like you want to be like listen dude i don't want to talk to you i'm going to go sit on the other side of the room don't come near me but what he did was like a public display. Yeah. That's where it gets weird. Like, there's that old saying, like, what's st- what happens in the gym stays in the gym. Like, you don't record training videos. You don't do any of that stuff. And when guys take it outside of that, because it's now like a public display of disrespect, that's when it gets taken the wrong way. And I yeah. think that's more, I think, of why this has a bad taste is because it wasn't done privately. Like, we knew he was going to get some shit from Wilder privately, but him sitting outside when he's supposed to be one of the few men that are belong in that locker yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah. It's a public display of like, of, of like, fuck you kind of a thing. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. Now that you're saying it, you're right. That is why I kind of leaves. A yeah. Taste. It doesn't, it just doesn't fit right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I said, I, I understand that Wilder would be upset with him. I think he made the 100% right choice. I think he saved years on his career by yeah, stopping that fight when he did. Um, and especially with his ear bleeding, his jaw was swollen. He ended up not having a broken jaw. He ended up not having a perforated eardrum. But well, we didn't it know didn't that look at the good. time. No, we didn't. And he wasn't giving anything. Yeah, he wasn't giving anything. We didn't. He was bleeding from the ear. Yeah, it was ended up being a laceration. But yeah. you don't know that. You don't know. You don't know. So And he looked like he was fighting with a... With a fucking ruptured eardrum. Yeah, he looked he like he was fighting with it because he couldn't get his balance. And yeah. then maybe the blood was fucking with his equilibrium. Who knows? Yeah, but he wasn't fighting well. Yeah, and he was getting worked up. And then by the seventh round, it was not. It wasn't good. Um, so my 
second question was relates back to the first part, which is the the corner man throwing a towel. Say you're a corner man, okay, or you say you're a fly in the wall in a corner, and you're the second in charge. Yeah, and you you are watching that fight, and your guy's the one that's getting tuned up. Yeah, and you look at your head corner man, you say, dude, you know maybe we should think about stopping this fight in like round five, round six, and you start talking about it, and then. You see an exchange, an exchange, and all of a sudden you're like, dude, we need to throw in the towel now. Like He's taking unnecessary damage. But the head guy says, you do not throw in that towel. Do you throw in the towel? Uh, it's a it hard may, question. It, it's a very hard question, and it's, it's, it's easy to answer now. I, part of me hates these types of questions because you don't know what you would really do in the heat of the moment. Like, maybe my answer would be completely wrong compared to what I would actually do. Yeah. But I would think that I would not throw in the towel, but point blank say throw it in. If it's not my job to throw it in, but I think it should be done, I would point blank just say throw it now. And what if he says no? See, I don't don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard question. See, that's – it's almost like you – he probably was watching a fighter that – because think about it this way. Those trainers know that fighter better than anyone. Yeah. They know what he looks like when he's tired. They know what he looks like when he's about to quit. They know what he – because in training, you push yourself to the limit. So they know all the things that this guy does. Yeah. And they see things that we don't see. So, like, you ever get like a – a party or something like that with like your closest friend or, or relative, your brother, or anything like that. And a lot of people there that you don't know. And somebody says something and you can tell that the person, you know, is getting severely agitated, but they're hiding it from everyone else very well. But you know, like, Oh, they're fucking pissed. Like they don't like that person because you just see it. Like they're doing something that they only do when they're mad, but to everyone else, everything looks fine. It's kind of like the same thing with the corner man. If he's doing stuff, we're like, they're looking at him like, all right, he is now past the point where he can maybe throw a strike and knock him out. And he's taking way too much damage. So if you feel that your fighter can is is beyond – maybe that's a better question. If you feel that your fighter cannot win the fight, cannot win, like take out the whole he's going to land one punch and knock him out. Just take it off the table. He's down seven rounds to nothing. Say it's a ten-round fight. Yeah. And he can't knock him out. Do you stop the fight? And he's getting beat up. See, this goes back to my part of me. My knee-jerk reaction is to say, "Yeah, of course, throw in the towel." What's what's the point of staying out there? Uh, there might be something to me with not understanding boxing, where there might be a benefit to doing so, whether it's for audience attention or. Well, there, that's yeah, there is. You're you're right. Yeah. So that aside, because I don't know what those things are, I would say throw in the towel to protect the fighter. Well, there's one thing that you've you might have heard of it, but it's it's. You ever hear of no mas? No. I think you mentioned it last week. Yeah. Briefly. So Roberto Duran fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. And in the middle of the fight, I forget what round it was. He quit. And apparently, he says he didn't say it, but the the word on the street, regardless of whatever actually happened, what got portrayed as happened was 
He turned to the ref and said, no more in Spanish, no mas. And the amount of shit that people gave him for saying that, because it's like, you don't quit. You don't, you, you know, he was a pussy. He's a this, he's a that. But if you ask somebody coolly and calmly, like if you're in a fight that you can't win, are you going to, should you take unnecessary damage? And everyone usually is like, no, why would you? Yeah. That's why that fight happened in 1980. 40 years ago and everyone still refers to fights like that as no mas that's crazy so that's what i was saying with the 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 badge of a no mas could be a career killer yeah i i i a thousand percent see your point but i feel like there's a subtle difference here because there the, is the, the fighter, fighter is not saying no mas yes it's the corner it 100 it is the fighter's job to go out there, and yeah, he knows his body, so if there is something wrong, he should speak up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it's the fighter's job to go out there and try to get the win. And They're not worried about their health, really. Exactly. There's other people there for that. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Yes. That's the whole point. The corner is there for your health. Yeah, they're trying to give you tip tips. They're trying to give you... <laughs> hey, I got a coupon code for this next round. I'm, I'm imagining Clippy. <laughs> hey, it looks like you're trying to box. Would you do you want to learn how? Oh, go away. Um, stop it, Clippy. They need to bring Clippy back. Um, but it's not he didn't he didn't say no mas. No. No. I don't think anyone would give I don't think anyone would ever give him any flack for that fight. No. It just it, it, I, I see your point. The, yeah, I'm just saying like in the realm of the of the no mas, I mean he didn't quit. His cornerman threw in the towel. But throwing in like having someone throw the talent for you or whatever yeah. like people remember that yeah yeah um it means you were getting beat so badly that that's corner true. threw the talent for you that's that's true but the, the problem is that it was true yeah it, it didn't was. change the like no. i i see your point where like yeah people are gonna say you were beaten so bad they'd throw in the towel but you were yeah you were. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but you were. It's it's you, you weird. Can't change I, reality. I think also too because it happens so little. Yeah. Compared to knockouts and stuff, like yeah. a lot of guys can get knocked out. Boxing is a little different though because boxing has a weird thing where you need to have like no losses on your record. Like you don't see guys in boxing that are really famous that have five losses. Yeah. You just don't see it unless they're at the end of their career. It just doesn't happen. Um. So. But you see guys with like knockouts or whatever, and like people are like, oh yeah, who knocked him out or whatever. But people will be like, do you remember we threw in the towel against so and so? Like they remember it. So yeah. I get it. But moving on from that, what did you think about the excuses? And I'm going to call them excuses, uh, just to to bypass all the other bullshit. Yeah. Where, you know, all all intensive purposes, whatever you want to call them. What do you think about all the excuses that were being made by Deontay Wilder with his costume and all that about that's the reason why his legs were burnt out for the fight? Uh, at best, disappointing. Because, dude, I know you're trying to save face by making yourself look like some tough-ass motherfucker who, oh, I would have won this fight if it wasn't for my 40-pound costume. First off, your excuses are stupid. You, you what? Your excuses are stupid. Mm. If it was the costume that weighed too much, well, guess whose fault that is? Yeah, it was it your fault anyway. Yeah, especially now that we know he didn't have a perforated eardrum. Yes, there might have been something else going on to Rated. put him off balance, but mm. yeah. Uh, second of all, y- you really want to seem like a tough ass motherfucker. Say, "Fuck, I lost. Time to hit the gym. I'll be back." Yeah, yeah. 
who 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 would look at him and say, "Look at that pussy." No, nobody he wants to fight that. again. Yeah, no one would give him shit for that. No. You're a tough dude. Yeah, how many wins did he have? All forty-two all, knockouts. Or forty-two 41 knockouts. 41 no one's going to give you grief for one loss. It happens. Get back to the gym. Admit that you lost and try again. Well, that's see. The, the I fun, don't want to run into this guy in the street because I'm giving him no, a lot of shit right now. Fucking take your lunch money. Um, <laughs> take my head. He he. I saw a couple a things he said a couple years ago about like when fighters lose, they got to not make excuses. They got to just go back to the drawing board. You lost. It happens. Do that. And. I always find it funny, and I, I I get it, man. Like, nobody goes into a fight or a sport 100%. Very rare does somebody go in 100%. And I always find it funny, and I'm not one to judge, like, what people say. but Because you want to tell the story. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you know, because nobody says when they win, like, hey, I had a hurt knee coming in. Like, you just take the win. Yeah. But when people lose, there's a, it's it's great. They'll go, like, yeah, well, my leg wasn't good coming in, and I had a bump shoulder, but no excuses. You just, gave you, just gave you just gave two excuses. Like, I get it what they're saying. Like, they're saying, like, that doesn't matter. He still won. But you get it. So, when he but, said after the fight, he said, oh, I had my, you know, my leg was whatever coming into this fight. and But no excuses. Tyson Fury was the better man. But then when he came out and said the costume thing, I'm, I'm it's weird, though. Because... It's like if the costume is burning your legs out to the point where it's fight changing, then A, you're stupid for putting it on. B, you probably need to do some more conditioning of your legs. But Do a squat or two. And everyone's saying that's like, oh, that didn't have any difference whatsoever. This is how I say that that's not true, that it, it probably did have some effect. If you had the choice to tell a fighter that you were coaching mm-hmm. to wear a 40-pound vest to walk into the ring or to not wear a 40-pound vest to walk into the ring, which one would you choose? Of course you would choose not to. And if he's like, no, I want to wear a weight vest going into the ring, you'd be like, are you a moron? <laughs> do you want to burn your legs out? That's exactly what you would say. Yeah. You'd be like, do you want to tire yourself out? Now, when he makes the excuse about it, we all like are saying like, oh, he's – Just drop a phone. He Very professional. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, we're all saying like, oh, he's this, he's that. He's making excuses. But you would never, ever – give that as advice to a fighter right before he walks into the ring. So it might have had some effect. Fight losing effect? Maybe not. Yeah. But some effect. So I always think about that when I see like the clips of the UFC fighters like right before they go out cuz like some of the guys are just like, yeah, I can punch, I can give a punch. And other guys they're like pretend fighting for yeah. like 10 seconds. And in my head I'm just like, calm down there, buck. You're actually about to get into a ring. Yeah, well, I, what you what they're trying to do, I, I believe, when they're warming up, is they don't want any of the motions that they're doing in the ring to to be the first time they're doing it that night. Yeah, they, they want to. And when you see guys doing this, what that is is that's somebody tapping them on the shoulder and being like, "We're gonna put the camera on you." Oh yeah, I know. So, but when you see guys throwing full strikes, they don't know the cameras on them. They're they're warming up. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it, I, it always just goes through my head whenever I see it. Yeah, some dudes are like throwing heat on the pads. I'm like, yo, yo. Yeah. Chill. You're Mexico City. You're fucking altitude, man. Relax. Relax. Calm Do some yoga or something. All right. I think we're running a little long here, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we're almost 20 minutes here. So uh, let's not make any excuses about running this too long and uh, just quit it here. Yeah, I was kind of tired. My coat, very heavy. It is? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't wear it. 
What, <laughs> what did you think of Wilder's excuses? Let us know in the comments down below. What do you think of our excuses? Mm. Let us know by going to BroDownPro.com and buying all of our cool shit. Or Etsy. <laughs> or Etsy. And get your free shipping on sweatshirts. <laughs> and Go to what's, our website. What's, what's this month's promo code? Or for, for likes and subscriptions? Or yeah, if you like one of our products or if you like one of our pages, you will be emailed a 10% off coupon, which then you can then use to purchase said item by going to Etsy. Yes. And also free shipping for $35 and up of purchase. Sounds good There's to me. There's a lot of savings to There's be had, There's a lot had, of savings guys. to be had. It's like Black Friday up in this mofo. It is. Maybe like Gray, gray Wednesday. <laughs> Lukewarm Saturday. Yeah. It's not a color. No. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. (laughs) You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh.